0: Welcome to Talk On To Walk On with Michelle Walters, the podcast that celebrates the power of conversation. In each episode, my inspirational guests will share their own stories, recalling times when conversations have led to pivotal moments in their life journey. You will hear about how those conversations and moments of positive self-talk have encouraged and empowered them to walk on to where they are now. The aim of Talk On To Walk On is to inspire us to use words with each other and with ourselves that will change lives. Let's Talk On To Walk On and see where it leads. So we are five weeks in since the launch of Talk On To Walk On and as a way of diving straight into a place I've avoided, I've decided to listen to a key piece of feedback that I've had from you, the listeners and friends and family, that whilst they've absolutely loved my guests, People also want to hear from me. Talking to people and recording it and putting it out there has been a big step. In fact, it's been a huge obstacle that I'm proud to now say I've cleared. But it's an action I know I need to keep taking and building on so I can deliver you the best listening experience, make an impact and make a difference. But it is made easier when the light is actually shining on my guests and not on me. So I can just respond to their story and interweave my experiences. But when it actually comes to shining the light directly on me, there's definitely a limiting belief there, a limiting belief I know I need to get over. And this is my way of taking that step. Ultimately, I'd love to go live on, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram so that I can make an even greater impact. But this is my first step. Some of you all heard me use the quote before, but it's a favorite that I keep drawing on in this journey That the journey of a thousand steps begins with one small step. And I just thought rather than letting the whole thing overwhelm me, I'm actually going to walk the talk, record myself and create my own podcast with me just at the helm. And whilst my subconscious is telling me that it does feel a bit self-indulgent, I'm determined to break this habit of hesitation by responding to what people are saying they want to hear. So I thought I'd answer a few of the questions that I've been asked by listeners and followers in feedback, either by private messages or left on the website, which I hope will give you some insight into who I am and why I created Talk On to Walk On. So question one, how have the conversations with your guests helped you or inspired you with your Talk On to Walk On message? Do you know what? This podcast is not just about inspiring my listeners. It's actually massively inspiring me. The guests that I chose, I chose really carefully as my first four, as I definitely wanted the Liverpool connection. And that was really important to me because I I had that rapport and I felt comfortable. And at the end of the day, I was leaping out of my comfort zone, certainly not in relation to having that one-to-one conversation but more in relation to putting those conversations out into the arena of the public. And I knew that I had to have people that I genuinely liked, that I genuinely looked up to and I was genuinely inspired by. Because that way it would feel authentic when I was talking to them. And that's going to be the approach I'm going to take going forward. Because if I'm inspired, then I know my listeners will be inspired and I don't want to waste anybody's time. In fact, what I've absolutely loved and been surprised by, which I didn't expect, was the feedback from my actual guests when they said to me, was that okay?" In fact, they were concerned that they'd given value. And that was really interesting because it confirmed to me that we all just want to be heard and that we all just want to be seen and that we all just want to be validated. Plus the ripple effect of everything they had to say, especially around those conversational moments that were pivotal in getting them to where they are today. Even if they hit one person who tells their story and they tell one other person, then that makes a difference. And that's the ripple effect that makes me feel great. So from a power of conversation perspective, I've been hugely inspired by my interviews so far and it's given me a real spring in my step. Question two, in your moments of reflection, do you think there have been periods in your life when more open conversation and communication could have led your life path in a different direction? Hmm, this is actually really interesting because I'm actually, believe it or not, quite an open person, but only really on a one-to-one basis with the right people. But I'm also very much a listener. And I think that the listening mode, as opposed to the talking mode and opening up mode, has very much taken over my life. Certainly in the past eight years or so after my first marriage ended, I definitely feel as though my failed first marriage or rather the end of my marriage made a big difference because it sort of made me clam up. I wasn't embarrassed, but I definitely felt like I'd failed. And since then I've been seeking validation, I think. I've been seeking validation for the way I am, the way I listen, the way I give back, the way I encourage and the way I give. But it's all probably gone a bit too far because I was giving and opening up in conversation in my marriage, but my marriage still failed. So I think since then uh, I've overcompensated, I think. And I've tried to be, I've tried to still be that person to be me, but I've gone into listening mode and into giving mode. And there are times when you can give too much and your boundaries come down and it does start to affect you. It's really important to have those boundaries. And when I've had tried to open up about my marriage and my feelings about being a single mom, my financial issues, uh, my battles <laughs> the endless endless battles and overcoming of hurdles when I've tried to open up all these things I've really struggled because I've always seen been seen by so many people as the strong one as the one who's got it all together as the one who knows what she's doing the one who knows what she's saying the one who's organized or the one who's Just got everything together. But the reality was, I really didn't for a long time have it all together. I was just keeping going. And people struggle sometimes to listen and understand that you're struggling. You almost need to give people reassurance that your life's okay because you don't want to put on them. You know, people are going through their own issues. And you know, I was never one to say. Don't forget about me. (laughs) I was always the one to try and rescue the others, but I couldn't always rescue them and you can't always fix other people. And uh, that's hard. I do feel now on reflection that I should have opened up more, but that was my problem, not other people's problem. Everything's fine. That wonderful word, fine. And if I'd have opened up more and got some real help, I'd have had a counsellor before I have now. I got one eventually um, last September. And I wish I'd done it years ago, but I didn't have a counsellor back then, even at my lowest point. I did try antidepressants and I did get to a really low point in my life, which I'm a bit embarrassed about. But the antidepressants didn't agree with me. Um, I did try and go up to counselling, but the waiting list was just ridiculously long. All these kinds of issues probably need a separate discussion, but it's not something I really want to go into at the moment. But y- you get the idea. But I do think that I should have waved the white flag earlier. I should have opened up earlier and asked for help. And I think quite possibly it probably would have led to less dramatic low moments that, like I say, I'm embarrassed to talk about and acknowledge. But I know it's important to acknowledge it and talk about it. And I've heard people talking about these low moments and I've seen how inspirational it can be to be vulnerable. So that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm just trying to acknowledge that it's happened to me as well, that I've been there. So on reflection, yeah, I definitely endorse waving the white flag, seeking support, especially professional help. Um, And if you're in that place, please do go and get it. Yes, there are massive waiting lists. And if you can't afford it, it's really difficult. I get it. But just seek the right help. And if you can't afford it, I actually was surprised how inexpensive it was. So, yeah, the question about. Would it have made a difference in my life? Well, I am where I am now in the most amazing place, the most beautiful place, but I'm still impacted each and every day by the things that have happened in my past. But what I'm learning to do now um, through the power of this podcast is learning to talk about it, learning to acknowledge it, learning to accept it and learning loads of hints and tips on how to deal with it. I think my answer there is, um, would it have made a difference in my life path? No, I don't want to be anywhere else than where I am right now. But yeah. Yeah probably would have made a difference and perhaps would have impacted people around me um, a lot less so they say your vibe affects your tribe so if you're going to do it if you can't do it for yourself do it for your family and do it for your friends and do it for those who are around you question three how is creating this podcast helping you smash self-doubt fears and limiting beliefs Well, without a doubt, creating the Talk On To Walk On brand came out of a massive period of reflection that began properly during the lockdown of March 2020. Uh, To give a bit of brief context, I got married again in August 19 to Patrick, and we'd renovated our gorgeous new home um, the same year. It was absolutely crazy. But in January 2020, um, after leaving my corporate role, which is a whole separate conversation, there was a buildup of circumstances that began to culminate in me feeling really, really low. And the pattern of anxiety, which I'd, which I'd suffered on and off for many years, to be honest, um, re-emerged. And that's when I just knew I couldn't keep living like this. I couldn't bring these lifelong issues into my new life. Then lockdown happened, and in amongst the surrealness of it all, I just knew that if I didn't seize this opportunity to pause and to have those difficult conversations with myself and later with my counsellor and a coach, then my life, even in all its beauty on the outside, wouldn't change. And it was out of this period of massive reflection that Talk On To Walk On was born. I'd done some voluntary podcasting around mental health with the Richmond Foundation during lockdown, and I'd met some brilliant people across the city who I knew would, I'd never have otherwise met, um, and I just felt that there was something bubbling inside me that, you know, I, I was seen as this incredibly strong, successful career woman with it all, but there was just this massive issue and this cloud hanging over me. And ultimately, it did all come from not opening up about the things that, you know, that happened to us in our lives. And when I talked about my podcast idea to my counsellor, he was really, really supportive. And he was saying, Michelle, there's a real gap here. There's a real gap for people like you who are seen to have it all, to acknowledge their vulnerabilities and to really open up about how talking and being vulnerable can not only be inspiring, but to those who listen, but also empowering to those who share but i knew i didn't want to just make this podcast about me i would i just wasn't going to do that i wanted to make it about shining a light on real and relatable people that was my comfort zone that's what i was used to but i knew i wanted to do it on a bigger platform So whilst I know everybody has a story to tell, what's massively important is that my guests need to be willing to reflect on their life journey and on those conversational moments that have made a real difference in their life, whether that's been opening up to others, just being in conversation that they've had in their own head, the words that they say to each other, and whether it's maybe something negative that somebody said to them, yet... Overall, it's made them more determined to walk on to where they are today and I want them to share what did they say to themselves in that moment. These are the real key moments that I want our listeners to get. What's also been really interesting is that it's given me a massive boost that as I open up by interweaving my opinions and experiences, the more I feel validated when people message me and say thank you. I've been supported so much by people just acknowledging me and saying, Michelle, you're so relatable. This is brilliant. You're really helping me. It just really gives you a massive boost. And it's been the same response, to be honest, with all of my guests, even though they're all from very different backgrounds with very different stories, but they're all making an impact. And that's when I know that I'm now on the right path. I also have to say that Talk On To Walk On has also been a huge part of my healing process, as I'm absolutely determined to create an outcome with real purpose not only from the last roller coaster 18 months, but also from my many and varied life experiences. I've experienced a fair bit in my time and, you know, from the heights of happiness to the lows of heartbreak, I've got many life and business lessons to share and that's one thing I want to do. One of the many things I've also realised that is I love mindful and purposeful one-to-one conversation and I know also that I've helped many people during my lifetime through the power of conversation and I want to offer this up on a much bigger platform and podcasting right now is the perfect vehicle to do that. When you go back and open up old wounds it's actually really exhausting and draining and to be honest, there were many days when I felt like I was just starting all over again. I had complete brain fog, and that also included questioning my confidence. But throwing myself into evolving and creating the talk on to walk on brand the website the assets the artwork and diving into you know learning about 21st century way of business the ever evolving social media uh, the new audio app clubhouse which I know people have heard me talk about which has for me has been brilliant in terms of reigniting my passion and my personal development and this has really allowed me to remind myself of my business skills. And my resilient attributes as well that I've built up over my 30-year, very varied but accomplished career. I've had to remind myself about that career and all my achievements. And, you know, whilst I've been creating the podcast, it's been really important for me to do that, to remind myself who I am and that I still have so much more to give. And talk on to walk on allows me to do just that. But this time I'm going to do it on my terms and in a way that I know is going to make a real difference, not only to the wider community, but to me as my own person, me, Michelle. Michelle. So you'll also hear hints and tips and strategies that are working for me and my guests in the huge range of different life changing scenarios to really hammer home how we can really smash those self-limiting beliefs and walk on with real courage, confidence and determination. You know, to just live the life we want, I've spent this last 18 months learning all these tactics. Some of them work for me, some of them don't. Some of them work for me on one day and some of them don't work for me the next. But you know what, if I interweave them and with the tips and strategies of my guests as well, then I know that you're going to take something away from each and every conversation. And I really do believe hand on heart that every conversational story from each of my guests from their range of backgrounds will make an impact on at least one person and that's what success will look like to me and because there can be no really no bigger boost to my confidence than knowing I've created this platform to make that impact happen. So I hope that has really um, given some light on how much Talk On To Walk On means to me in terms of the wider impact, but also in terms of smashing my own self-doubt and limiting beliefs. So finally, question four, how do you see the Talk On To Walk On brand and its message developing? Well, I'm just going to say, that why not dream big and wouldn't it be great for it to become a household name? You know, the term walk on is something that comes to Liverpool Football Club fans instinctively as it trips off our lips and it's ingrained into us. But the reality is, is do we really know what it actually means in everyday life? And choosing that phrase certainly wasn't meant to be purely targeting Liverpool Football fans and I think that's pretty obvious. Because walking on in life by talking applies to absolutely everybody. Walking on in life by opening up while having mindful conversations also applies to absolutely everybody. Opening up and acknowledging the words that you're having in your own mind that are negative self-talk words also applies to everybody. Changing the negative self-talk into positive self-talk, interrupting those that negative mindset and that hesitation that stops us and keeps us stuck also applies to everybody. Being careful about the words we choose when we talk to ourselves massively applies to everybody. Now, I'm often told that you need to have a target market to get your brand out there, to choose your chosen demographic, and I completely get it. But I'll be honest, I naturally appreciate that there's a certain demographic that are going to listen to me, but I'm really hopeful that on the whole, they are probably parents to teenagers and young adults or aunts and uncles to teenagers and young adults who work with teenagers and young adults. And if I can hit those adults who are able to relate to me and my guests and our messages, then Not only will we impact on their lives, but there will be a ripple effect. And that ripple effect will mean that they're then opening up and encouraging the young people around them to open up too. And how great would it be if we could hit that next generation? I mean, I'd love to take the brand into schools and universities and opportunities are already actually coming our way in terms of making that happen. Patrick is also massively involved um, and I'd love the possibility of going into schools and universities to talk to young people and even into the corporate world. These messages need to be spread, we need to spread the word about opening up and having mindful conversations about how we're all feeling in whatever environment we're in, whether it's at home or at work. What are your dreams? Where are you going? Where are you now? What do you want out of life? how are you feeling? The questions are absolutely endless, but they're questions that we often just don't take the time to ask each other and really, really listen to each other. We also want to build a community. It might sound a bit cliched, but you know what? Why not? Why not? Why can't we have a community of friends, connectors and collaborators? There are so many wonderful things happening out there in terms of mental health and we want to be part of That conversation. I'm really excited what the future holds because there are some brilliant people who are already engaging with us right now, be it through reviews on the podcasts or registering their interest on the Talk Onto Walk On website. They get weekly updates, they're responding by email with ideas and I really, really want to encourage you all to please get involved as one small step really can make the biggest impact. We run a weekly room in Clubhouse called Walk on Wednesday Again, where we celebrate the power of conversation and we each week we make great connection and through the art of communication. And it's just brilliant. I come out of it every week on such a high and we've had so much support that we can't thank people enough. I know we can really make a big difference and I can't wait to carry on the journey with you. So from being clammed up to now not being able to shut up, I'm now bringing my first solo podcast to an end. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't the easiest thing in the world I've ever done. In fact, I found it really difficult to get my words together to really do my first podcast some justice. And so I really hope that's been insightful. I'm bringing it all together. Let's Talk On To Walk On, and let's see where it leads. The simple yet powerful art of conversation and communication should never be underestimated, and I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback, either via the contact form on my website, talkontowalkon.com, or on my Instagram, at michellewalters underscore. Also, I'd be thrilled if you could help the Power of Conversation message to reach as many people as possible. To help achieve this dream, and so that you never miss an episode of Talk On to Walk On, please rate, review and subscribe, remembering that the simplest act can have the largest impact.